Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. That's a tough act to follow and a little bit heavy shoes to fill in. Dr. Pat is amazing. I'm filling in for her again today by request, and I'm completely honored and humbled. Um, she's always raising the bar in everything she does in life. So I had to raise the bar and go and find me a guest that is so intriguing, so amazing, and has so much um, potential of helping on so many levels, especially at this time in the world. Um, so I found myself, Mr. Ethan Fox. Mr. Ethan Fox has amazing skills of many levels. A bit like me, he came from the corporate world and stepped into spirit when what the heck, uh, and never looked back, I believe. So, um, Ethan, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got there, please? Sure, thank you. It's a pleasure being with you today, and thank you for having me on your show. And, uh, well, there's a lot to tell there, but but just to sum up, um, I oversee an organization we call Flower of Life Institute. And uh, so we've got many different moving parts to that. We have various programs for kids uh, and we have programs for adults, uh, like we're working on a school program for kids, but we've had uh, a program for several years now and about to roll out a mentorship program as well. Uh, we have an annual day camp that uh, where kids come together and we bring in teachers to teach them hands-on, how to read auras, how to channel mediumship, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, light language, these are all subjects we've had, numerology, astrology, that we've taught the kids. And then we have an annual expo where it's more of an adult program. And there we bring in um, different uh, educators for adults, everything from ancient archeology span to channeling to uh, all kinds of things, you know, all kinds of interesting subjects like that, um, UFO contact and you know, crop circles, quite a variety of subjects over the years. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, <laughs> we do our local events as well, uh, where, uh, and typically those we live stream uh, all of, uh, as well online and uh, YouTube channel, Awaken Empower TV, uh, magazine, Awaken Power magazine, um, and of course, our kids' programs are Conscious Youth, Seed of Life School. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we have parent forums as well for parents of kids who are, who are gifted or having uh, these kinds of experiences. So quite a broad range of things. Uh, and of course, uh, the, the foundation of that, I have my own consciousness work that I do to raise consciousness and remove karmic density from individuals. I work with light workers to help them to transition from mainstream life journey to a more uh, alternative um, field, whether it be the field of uh, spiritual healing or channeling. So I've worked with quite a few people who are out there now working in these different fields. And um, 
um, and uh, launch them out into that space and help them become successful as well. So uh, I mean, there's certainly more to tell, but uh, but that's just kind of an overview. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's amazing work. So um, I was reading a bit of your information and you came from the corporate world um, and you had some experiences that you couldn't understand or define. Um, would it be safe to say that when you were actually jumped into knowing who and part of why you were here, that you kind of got the full library instead of the book? Well, it, um, it was always operating in the background, but I didn't really know um, until, well, I guess I should say, I didn't really put it together until about nine years ago, which is when I made the final step into this space. So nowadays I'm entirely in this space. I don't really interface with the corporate space or that business world. Although a lot of the skills I picked up there over the decades, I still use today in what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but I would say it, it was in my twenties when I became interested in spirituality and, and started becoming aware that I had some unusual abilities. Um, and it was around age, 27 or 30, where I became aware of what I now do very naturally every all the time. Um, but at that time, in my late 20s, I was not, I didn't really take it that seriously. There were a lot of very unusual circumstances and um, spiritual experiences that were happening around me and to me. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, even though we, back then I was, uh, I did have a lot of very talented, gifted people uh, who are friends of mine and associates. I still didn't take it that seriously because I was still very much immersed in the mainstream world. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so I just put those things on the shelf as they happened. Um, but now in hindsight, I look back and over my entire life and all the pieces make sense as to why all of those things were happening. And I've since discovered that this ability that I have with uh, energy and such has been going on since birth, um, but wasn't something at a reference point. I mean, I grew up in a, I was born in India. I grew up in a traditional Indian family mm -hmm. that doesn't believe in these sorts of things. So I didn't have a good foundation for understanding these things when I was younger, or else I might've had a different, you know, different perspective and started sooner with more intentionality which is really why we work with kids today, among other things, to you know, give them that head start and help parents to navigate that when they don't have that background themselves. Yeah, um, that's really interesting because um, I have been involved in a lot of different um, spiritual groups and aspects. And that's always the question or always the, um, the way people feel when they do wake up later. Um, and yet people like myself who wake up really, really soon um, wish that we had waited a little bit because it was so different to be in, in around all of this and have no guidance or, or from from people. So it, it really um, is great to work with children and adults um, because you never know when someone's supposed to wake up because it's divine timing and and it's um, it's when you're needed to serve and to bring forward what you came to bring forward is my knowing. Um, would that resonate with you at all? 
Yeah, I think timing matters. Not that I couldn't have maybe had more awareness when I was a lot younger and sure that would have helped. But at the same time though, I don't think the majority of my work was meant to happen until this past decade and, and now um, mm -hmm. because of the timing on the planet for these sorts of things. So mm -hmm. when I stepped out into doing this, um, it actually wasn't something that I consciously chose to do at the time. My then life, which was primarily in the business and financial world 10 years ago, was really sort of stripped away from me without my um, decision to do that. <laughs> so, so the universe forced me in this direction at the right time. So I don't think there was an accident. I mean, sure, it might have been helpful to have more guidance earlier, but I actually did have that guidance. I just didn't think much of it. I mean, even in my 20s, I had friends who were channels and uh, people who were healers. And, uh, and even back then, people who were friends of mine looked at me as a spiritual teacher, but I didn't really take any of that very seriously. So, so it was always there. Uh, and I think when the time was right, um, everything that was no longer necessary in my life was taken away and replaced with this path. So, and, and, and I think the timing was appropriate. There was really nothing more for me to do earlier. And a lot of those skills I picked up in the mainstream world are essential to what I do today. So if I didn't have that experience, I couldn't run an organization or do the things that I do. So, mm -hmm. and, so I think everything was perfect timing even though we may look back and say, oh, I wish you know, this had happened sooner. I, I think all, for the most part, we're all on the right path and our paths are being guided at all times and we end up where we need to be. So, so I don't think there was a timing issue then. That's good. Um, so uh, many people, including myself, are very aware of um, what one might call restraints um, and others may call restrictions. Um, and that we resonate with those parts of our being that we haven't came here to share sometimes and it can kind of pull us over um, and we need to get back on track. Um, what's the hardest thing for you um, in your journey now that um, not to be pulled or distracted? Um, for me, it's, um, it's a lot of the cruelty that's in the world. Uh, I find that a little hard to to carry and I'm over there trying to rescue because I'm a life skills coach and then I've got to get back and do what I'm supposed to actually be doing over here. So what is one of the hardest things for you that pulls you away from, from doing your work right now? Well, I'm, um, and maybe this is because I've spent most of my adult years or even as a child in, in business. And, uh, and when you do that, you run across a lot of problems. Know, business is never easy and uh, and you're always going to run into problems and setbacks and have to reevaluate and make new decisions and go forward so so one of the greatest teaching tools I had was just being entrepreneurial most of my life mm -hmm. and having to figure things out on my own so so nowadays I have sort of a different attitude although I wouldn't say I don't ever get stuck uh, on anything but but I don't tend to get stuck very off very long because I, um, I just go around things and find new things to do. So for us, or for me in particular, the past year has been an obstacle because, you know, we were 
moving along as an organization and doing our events and, and everything was perfectly fine until we started having lots of problems with the establishment a year ago with, with our events. Um, so, um, for example, our expo that was scheduled last year at the last actually three days before the expo, the um, uh, the mayor of Detroit shut it down and the hotel uh, wouldn't allow us to have it. So we had to cancel it. Uh, the police showed up at our local events to tell us to shut it down. So we had these kind of problems last year. Wow. <laughs> um, which you wouldn't think, right? It's just a spiritual event. I mean, there's right. there's nothing we're doing out of the ordinary, but but these are the circumstances we've had to deal with. Mm -hmm. So, so on the one hand, that was a setback because it caused some issues with us continuing to do what we're doing for for a temporary period of time. But but I just you know we just shifted gears and started doing other things and focusing on other areas, while that part of things works itself out. So that's kind of how I tend to do things. I don't really, you know, I always find new things to be happy about and to be, um, uh, to focus on that are moving forward. And there are never things that you would originally think you would do, um, you know, because when the obstacle isn't there to, to guide you in a new direction, you're not thinking of what new directions you may go. But the obstacles always show up in order to move us in new directions that we wouldn't otherwise consider. Just like uh, nine years ago when I embarked on this period of my life, it was because there were obstacles. My former life essentially collapsed and I had to start over from zero. And, uh, and I didn't, at the time, want those things to happen, but they did. And if they didn't happen, I would never have done this uh, and all the things that I've been doing since then. So in the same way, I don't tend to get stuck on things that are obstacles for very long. And I've gotten used to navigating around those things. So when there's a problem, I just look for a solution uh, or I look for a new path to focus on for the time being and then come back to the original thing if it still makes sense. So, so that's you know how I tend to navigate my life most of the time these days. Well, that's a pretty productive way. Um, and that also shows that you have passion for what you're doing, um, that you're fitting the clothes that you're wearing. Um, and so there's a lot of people that are just not comfortable no matter what uh, within the last year. Um, for me, I'm very excited for what's going down and what's happening on this planet and in the Milky Way and around us. Um, and it's hard to maintain that around people who are like, what are you so excited for, Patricia? Um, so I just wanted to say that um, you do have uh, virtual schools now because of the situation. Is that correct? Um, yeah, well, we've had that all along. Um, okay. We've had, we, well, we have, uh, for our kids' uh, programs, we have um, Conscious Youth, which is our kids' virtual program that meets every two weeks. and. Uh, and it's uh, a virtual class where we bring in different teachers to teach different subjects from, you know, a lot of the subjects I mentioned earlier. And uh, kids all over the world join that. And then every two weeks, we have a social where the kids just uh, share what's going on with them. And there's a facilitator who, who um, talks them through that and answers their questions. And they get to meet and interact with each other. That's been going on. For many years now, long before everything started going virtual globally, 
Um, and so we've continued that, nothing's changed there. Um, but we just launched, uh, well, we haven't officially launched it, but um, we're, we just launched our mentorship program for kids, which is a virtual program as well. And that is essentially, we have kids, uh, kids can sign up uh, based on their interests or, uh, or their areas of gifts and abilities, and we'll assign them to a mentor based on whatever that is. And, uh, and then the mentor will coach them through that. The, uh, the intention being, as an example, we have um, our pilot, uh, we're running testing for the last couple of months. We have a child who's a channel and she's very gifted channel. She's, uh, I'm, I'm gonna guess she's in her teens somewhere, early teens, mm -hmm. I think. And so uh, she wanted to have a mentor. So we put her with Michaela Sheldon, I don't know if you are familiar with her, but um, who's a channel, and so yes, I have. Okay, so so she's essentially uh, mentoring her in her channeling abilities to help her to develop them. The idea being that by the time she gets old enough to get out into the world and, and uh, do whatever work she wants to do, she can do that in a spiritual space and be successful just as if she were in a mainstream space as well. That's absolutely amazing, Ethan. That is fantastic. Like the opportunities and to know where you're going as a teenager, um, living your whole life. That is, that just, wow, fills me up yeah. with, um, there's a lot of very gifted children coming through. Um, and wow, that's an amazing, amazing um, gift that you're giving to them. Um, we're going to take our first quick break, and after the break, I'm going to ask you, Ethan, a little bit about your own special, unique gift of energy transfer, mm -hmm. and some more questions regarding the children that are coming forward to you at this time, as opposed to five years ago. So we'll see you right after the break. Stay tuned. Thank you. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations 
with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Patricia McNair, host of Divine Guidance with Patricia, and I'm here to help you live a more authentic, spiritually connected life. Join me every first and third Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Being who you are in everyday life is the key to unlocking soul wisdom within that our whole self already knows. Get ready to embrace your spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, your whole being. Discover your gifts and strengthen your connection to spirit. We will explore earth guidance, divine truth, and love, past life lessons, and so much more. So listen in to Divine Guidance with Patricia and join in your personal adventure to triggering, opening, validating, and being all that you are. For more information about me, visit divineguidance.earth. Are you ready to let go of the I can'ts that are holding you down? Valerie Trujillo invites you to join her community on a mission to collectively heal as a tribe, where your vulnerability is heard and reciprocated. So tune in to Love and Light with the Crystal Blue Oracle every second and fourth Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Valerie and her work, visit CrystalBlueOracle.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, I'm Patricia. I'm a host here at Transformational Talk Radio. You can watch my show every first and third Wednesday of the month, Divine Guidance with Patricia. And I am really honored to step in and to be here for Dr. Pat today. Hi, Dr. Pat. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, and I'm really excited with my guest, Ethan Fox. And we were talking before the break a bit about uh, the work that he does with spiritual children and his team does with the spiritual children. And my question would be, uh, are you seeing a difference um, in the rays of consciousness of the children that are actually stepping forward and are they stepping forward on their own or are they actually being um, encouraged uh, by parents or others in their family at this time? Well, I think it's a combination and, and still it's a, it's a small fraction of kids that are stepping forward because uh, compared to the whole, you know, the civilization of the planet right at the moment anyway. So we're still on the very early stages of all of this. Um, but, uh, but I would say the majority uh, are situations where the kids are having experiences uh, at a young age and the parents are seeking help to, to educate them and to um, nurture those abilities. But in some cases you have, you know, the parents are sort of giving them a nudge in that direction also. Um, mm -hmm. I think the best situation is where the parents supportive of the child, whatever that child is interested in. And of course, you know, over the years, we have had some parents who are nudging their children who at the moment have no such interest, uh, mm -hmm. but hoping that their children have. I mean, it's no different than any other thing. You have parents of all different kinds, right? Even in the mainstream space, some who are pushing their kids into things they don't really want to do and, and others that are just supporting their kids. It's really the same even in, in this space. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I am noticing the consciousness of the children over the years that we work with is expanding and is growing every single year that we have been doing this. Um, and, and the gifts and abilities are also growing very significantly as well. The kids we have in our programs these days are way more advanced in terms of their abilities to do different things than the kids we had even just a few years ago in our programs. So, so we're, you know, we're growing as, that's why we're offering the mentorship program now. As the need arises, we're offering more. And the goal is within this decade to have, um, to have a year-round school uh, for the kids. So the mentorship program is going to lead to the, the year-round school uh, where it'll be a virtual program so we can support our kids internationally, uh, where we bring more advanced um, education, like some of the things we've already talked about, but also even some of the more mainstream subjects that bring more advanced teachers in front of the kids in those spaces. And then by the end of this decade, have our first physical schools for kids uh, around the world as well. So, so that's the progression that we have planned for the kids' programs. And as the kids develop, we're going to just keep developing programs for them. So um, it could be possible for a child in your, in your schooling to go on and be a facilitator for other children in the future. Wouldn't that be an awesome um, pathway uh, for the ones coming up? Um, are there any uh, gifts within the children being shared that um, are unique and new? to this planet? Uh, well, to answer your first question, that's already happened. Um, our yeah. first kids mm -hmm. in the program from years ago have already been facilitators in different ways. Nice. Uh, some have been teaching things to the kids uh, and others have helped run some of the kids' programs because uh, some of them are now in their 20s. So, um, so some of the earlier kids are already facilitators and I imagine that's going to continue as we go forward as well. Um, in terms of uh, gifts that we've not seen, well, you know, I work with a lot of adults who are very gifted too, um, mm -hmm. and, and so uh, I wouldn't say necessarily any gifts we've not seen, but, uh, but I would say it's becoming more commonplace. Uh, so the kids are having abilities that I've uh, only seen in the most advanced uh, adults who are in that space, where it's becoming more commonplace with kids. So, but, but nothing that I, I would say hasn't been seen because, uh, well, I've seen a lot of things. So, no doubt, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, uh, so we have kids who are very talented channels, uh, which mm -hmm. is not that uncommon these days, but to have that level of ability in a child who is aware of it and using mm -hmm. it at that age is pretty uncommon. We have some children who can see through walls or see behind their heads, um, some kids who are um, telekinetic, um, you know, none of which is new, but <laughs> generally you never hear about those things on, at that age. So, so I think what's happening is these abilities are becoming uh, present at a younger and younger age as we go forward, as opposed to being entirely new. Because there are adults out there who can do these things. Um, but, um, but imagine when these kids get to that same adult age, how more advanced they will be having started so young. So that's what I'm seeing right now is, is those abilities. And of course, almost all of them have had 
uh, some sort of multidimensional contact experience. You know, a lot of them have had extraterrestrial contact experiences as children. A lot of times, you, you know, you can tell a child uh, has extraordinary abilities because they'll have those experiences at a young, at a young age. Uh, many of them have imaginary friends, for example, which usually are some sort of spirit guide communicating with them as a child. And well, most adults don't have any concept for that. So they just think they're imaginary friends when they're very real, but they may not be in physical form. Mm -hmm. um, so, so these kind of things are pretty common with the kids in our programs. Well, I really appreciate the fact that there's a place there. Um, because, um, you know, let's kind of get a little bit into reality. Uh, there's almost a whole generation that has been diagnosed uh, with medical issues as opposed to being um, allowed to be spiritual and connected. Um, so are you, are you finding that changing a bit or is that still continuing? Well, Where are we sense. at with that? You're talking, you're talking about the medical conditions specifically? Right. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's a mainstream diagnosis, of course. Mm -hmm. And so in the mainstream space, obviously nothing's changed because most parents don't know what, you know, what we know in this space. So, so because of that, they just follow what their mainstream medical practitioners tell them to do. And, um, now in our space, yes, there are some children who earlier in their childhood, their parents not knowing, um, mm -hmm. have had them on pharmaceutical uh, medications for ADD or ADHD. That's pretty mm -hmm. common with gifted kids. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and I think those drugs are suppressing that awareness or those abilities when the kids are younger. And it, in some cases, can be reversed. In some cases, the effects can be a bit more permanent. It depends from child to child. Um, so we do have some kids in our programs whose parents, um, you know, uh, went the conventional route when they were younger mm -hmm. and now have realized uh, uh, what's really going on and, and those kids are not on those drugs. And others still are because, mm -hmm. you know, you have people all across the board. Some right. are still walking that fine line between mainstream and, and um, the spiritual or unconventional space and others who have totally jumped to the uh, more spiritual alternative space uh, and others who have always been there. So it's, you know, um, but in the mainstream though, yeah, it's still predominantly you know, drug use or treating those uh, mm -hmm. situations is very common. But I don't think, uh, I would say in some of those situations, those illnesses may have been the result of toxins in the environment or genetically engineered foods and things of that nature. Um, but I also think in many cases, it's the result of the children having access to multidimensional information that they don't know how to process. Mm -hmm. So, so when you have a child who has connections to many dimensions at once, and they're receiving all of this energy and information, that can show up as ADD or ADHD because they, in their mind, had no training when they were younger. Now, in the future, we have our way anyway. These are the kind of things that kids will learn at a younger age. But at the moment, that's not very common. And 
some of these children are born into a world where they don't have the education to understand how to deal with multidimensional contact. And right. so I think that's where a lot of these um, mainstream diagnoses come from is mm -hmm. kids who just don't know how to process that information. Well, you know, I think many have been praying for the openness of um, uh, the ability to have something different for the children. So uh, personally, I would like to thank you and your organization. I'm actually um, raising my grandson who is, is very open and very, and our goal um, for the blessing of raising him is let him be him. And uh, it's it's uh, been very interesting. So the thought that there are, um, you know, if you have a child out there that you're not quite sure what's happening, there is an other outlet to get a second opinion and perhaps maybe they need both. But, um, you know, it's organizations like yourself that people can contact and at least ask questions and feel out what, what the needs may be for the child. So I appreciate the work that you do with that. Um, we have about five minutes. Wow, my show goes really fast, doesn't it? Um, I would like to know a little bit more about um, what you would like to share about energy transfer. We can have you back on the show if you would like to do more about that. Um, and I would like um, your take on what you would like to say um, on this platform today to the world with everything that's going on and just something from Ethan Fox to all of us. I would I'd be blessed to hear that. Thank you. Sure. Well, the energy, I mean, there's certainly lots to say there, but um, uh, I came to realize about eight or nine years ago that there was a 13th dimensional consciousness that's been working through this physical body since I was born. But I didn't know that until a few years ago, until about eight or seven or eight years ago. And um, it has been sort of processing density and raising consciousness in its environment ever since birth. And, uh, and since then, you've, you've probably seen some videos of me and Barb, and Barb's an aura reader. So when mm -hmm. I met her about nine years ago, she mentioned that my aura was unique. And, uh, and so I had her look at pictures of me as a child and that was present even as a child. And then since then, um, working with different channels like Michaela Sheldon, I've had a chance to speak with this 13th dimensional collective mm -hmm. and, and fill in the gaps of, of what I'm doing here. And, uh, and uh, according to them, I had an agreement with them before coming into this physical body to allow them to utilize this physical body in this dimension to facilitate this process without my conscious awareness. So they've been doing this all my life. And, and so in hindsight, it explains a lot of the unusual phenomena that, that happened when I was younger that I had no rational explanation for. Um, so, so nowadays I do it with, with intention and people also use my videos from various events to facilitate the process because I don't have to be conscious of it uh, because the 13th dimensional collective, they don't function in space and time like we do. And so they can be aware of someone's intention on the other side of the planet and they will just simply use the structure. To, yeah. So the only reason that I need to exist here is because them being in a 13th dimension 
cannot directly interact with the third dimension without having something that's anchored here in the third dimension and also the 13th dimension. So, so this consciousness or this physical structure can do both, can anchor in the third and the 13th dimension. So in a way it sort of provides a tunnel through which they can facilitate this process for those of us who are here in the third dimension. So well, if it, um, it's always been said, if it doesn't go down the physical, it's not gonna go down. So that makes complete sense. And it also makes complete sense why I was seeing two different rays of consciousness uh, with you. Uh, and we spoke of that during the break. And so um, what I'm hearing to give you is um, the intelligence of Ethan Fox and that soul that has agreed to allow that to come forward um, is just as um, intelligent as the 13th level um, in order for that to correspond. So they wanted me to give you that and so I did. So Yeah, I, and, and that's true for anybody uh, even a channel, if a channel is, um, and I wouldn't say all channels are equal, but if a channel is really channeling, let's say, the ninth dimensional Pleiadians, uh, you have to be a ninth dimensional Pleiadian in that moment to do that. You can't channel something that you are not. So, mm -hmm. so this physical body or the soul does exist in the 13th dimension, but it also exists here in the third dimension. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so it's necessary to have that. But there are certain guides who walk with me in the third dimension that facilitate this process when I'm not conscious of it mm -hmm. uh, as well. And uh, although I can't see them, um, other people can. Um, people like Barb uh, can see or Michaela can see. There is a primary guide who walks with me in physical life and they see him all the time. Uh, around me. And uh, so there are certain um, spirit guides who who are part of the process who help make it happen. Uh, mm -hmm. But I've also had uh, previous incarnations where I was preparing for this to be able to do this in this life. We could get into a whole discussion, you and I. Uh, many people, um, it's been my knowing and understanding that many people may go to different dimensional planes for training before they go to whichever solar system they're going to be working with. And so then they adapt the feeling that they are uh, Pleiadian. If they've gone to Ple Pleiades to be trained to bring something here to this planet, um, the fact that we are all of everything, um, always overlays um you know I, i'm not native american but i know of past lives where i was does that make me no longer native american or does that make me native american because i was there another whole discussion i love to have that with you at some time um but i know that you do have uh, another engagement so i'm trying to keep a, a track on the time because uh to my being um there's so much respect uh, for your being and who you are and what you do. And this is the first time we've ever met physically. Um, and so I'm very, very honored that you came on the show and shared this space and time with me. And I look forward to whatever is to come forward in the future. I'd like to have you back on my show uh, and pick a topic. And I think that we could really, really communicate about it. Once again, thank you for all the work that you do. Ethan and your team and the pristine and the clarity 
that I feel in every communication that I've had with Stella, who's amazing. Um, and anything that I've looked up on the web, because you can get a good feeling from everything, no matter how you're viewing it or where you're viewing it. And I really feel the pristine and the integrity and the kindness uh, from you and your work. So thank you so much. And I'll leave you to say any words you would like to leave the show with, and then I'll sum it up after. Thank you. Um, well, you know, I think the only thing that I would have to end with is you know, the past year, we've gone through a lot of difficulties in the planet, especially people in the spiritual space, I think, are having more challenges with it. And uh, now, having been an astrologer, numerologist, uh, also for uh, almost 30 years now, I've studied cycles, and um, this time didn't surprise me. But, uh, but I do think we're heading into a much brighter future. Uh, although we're in this sort of window of time where things are going to be a bit chaotic and suppressive, mm -hmm. but as a result of that, more awakening will occur. And um, and I think we're heading into sort of an Atlantean um, future in not only in the mainstream sense of having very advanced technology uh, available on the planet, longer lifespans, but also the expansion of consciousness and spiritual abilities, which is why we're seeing so many kids and adults starting to wake up to those abilities and develop them at this time. Um, but at the same time, we do have this other side that's in, in a way this lower consciousness on the planet that's trying to limit and suppress that. And that's why we're experiencing these things on the planet, this duality and two distinct timelines that are emerging from it. One that is the higher consciousness path and one is the lower consciousness path. Uh, I do think that for the short term, we're going to see both um, exist, but in the long term, they're both going to merge into a higher consciousness path that's going to be a much freer, more advanced, more enlightened society. So I would just keep that in mind. And in the meantime, try to focus your attention on things that make you happy and that are positive where you can make progress at this time. Uh, even if that progress is painting your house or whatever, you know, whatever makes you joyful and feel like you're expanding. Because even in the times of greatest suppression, there's, there are opportunities to expand. It's just so many of us get stuck on the, the, the things where we're being restricted and we don't notice the opportunities to expand. So I would encourage everyone to look in their lives for the opportunities to expand because the universe, whenever it presents us with a problem, it also presents us simultaneously with a solution to the problem. But very few notice that. And that's where I think suffering comes from is the inability to notice. So that's what I would like to leave everyone with and to explore that idea a little further. Wow, those are great words. Um, gives a lot of hope. Um, bring joy, bring joy in. Um, if it's learning how to balance uh, a pail of water on your head, uh, you never had time to do that before. Bring joy in. Um, I, I, I absolutely am a firm believer of that um gratitude and joy are two really strong braces uh, to live your life in um thank you ethan thank, thank you. you so much for being on the show um for sharing and for all the work that you do and um i'd like to have you back anytime you'd like to have the time to come back 
And thank you to Stella and everyone in your organization for all that they do as well. And I will say namaste. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Creating and living the Octurian way, soul design for self-enlightenment and self-healing. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio, the second and the fourth Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with me, Vivian Chauvet. As we transcend the third dimensional plane of reality, we move into higher realms of existence. Let us reclaim our sovereignty as divine essence of light and unite our voices to successfully manifest ascension on earth. For information on our services, Copper Art Store, and to connect with me, visit infinitehealingfromthestars.com. That is infinitehealingfromthestars.com. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio with me, Vivian Chauvet. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Patricia from Divine Guidance of Patricia. Divine Guidance with Patricia. I was so, um, that was a great show with uh, Ethan. Um, such humbleness, such wisdom, all portrayed. Um, and when you look at someone like that and look at someone like Dr. Pat, you visualize him, visualize him with, um, eight arms and magic wands um, because what they're able to accomplish in a lifetime is is just magnificent and such a great service uh, to mankind and to the planet and to consciousness and there's a lot happening 
um, right now on this planet that you know a lot of people are very much aware of and there's a lot of things like Ethan mentioned uh, happening on the planet that not so many are aware of so those of you who are continuously struggling to be who you are um, in and through this time and and this situation uh, know that you're not alone know that we're all there with you know that everyone who is consciously praying and striving to still come out of this with the beautiful light of compassion and kindness and integrity and yeah a little bit of kick butt attitude to get through it some days <laughs> don't be hard on yourself just know that you're doing the best that you can and that many are doing their part even if you're not aware of it um, in doing the earthwork for the last uh, 20 years with my husband and the things we've been asked to do by spirit and where to go and what to do and and things that probably we weren't really happy about at the moment but knew that it was to be done um, and not that we're any better than anybody else we did our small part and if everyone does their small part then the load gets lighter literally <laughs> lighter and this world can be lit up in such a way that it's never been lit up before um, the work that we've been doing lately is for earth to know liberation for the first time for the human race to know liberation for the first time for spirituality awareness of consciousness energy to be the absolute norm um, just as normal as eating food um, or working a nine-to-five job um, it's time for everything that we are and anyone that knows me knows that I talk about solutions for the whole being and this is where we're at and I fully believe that this is where we're coming through is to have full 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 whole beings and knowing that whatever you believe your higher power to be whatever your spirit sings and brings and dances to is that's fine um that all the differences make up the different sparkles of the sunlight and the moon dancing on the water that all of it is a part of all of it and that no one is higher or lower and no one has all the answers um, isn't it great to know that you don't have to have all the answers but you can call out to the universe and somebody will bring those answers because they've been carrying them for you and for themselves and for whoever and that's the beauty of divinities and the divinities of mother earth and the kingdoms and the planets that are all rejoicing right now to see this struggle for power and control be released um, and honor it and 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 don't allow hate for um, circumstances uh, misunderstandings and differences don't allow that energy to dictate where we're going you know understand that everyone has their opinion that everyone has their knowing everyone has their training whether it's been traditional training from parents or traditional training from themselves um, be kind to you and then you can be kind to others be kind to the grass to the animals to that person who is maybe acting like they know it all and they don't be kind to them 
because many times that's fear. And I invite you to take a closer look at fear and face everything and rise. And know that today is a new day. Today is a day where we can be in unity with each other. Even if we don't have the same fears, the same knowledge, the same gifts, the same intelligence, the same knowing, we're here. And if we're all here, we're all here together. And we are in this together. Like some people say, some people have a yacht, some people have a little rowboat, but we're still all in it together. I know if I'd never driven a yacht before, I'd kind of like the stick in my rowboat. Uh, but if somebody needed help on the yacht, I'd try and figure it out with them. So allowing each other to show each other kindness in the best and the only way that we know how, that is a gift to you, to the world, and to where we're going. So with that, the work that Ethan Fox um, mentioned about doing with the children is amazing. Because if we're, if we're nurturing our children to become and to be whole beings, um, I know as, as a person raising a child that I'm going to have to step up my game if I'm inviting him to be a whole being. I need to consciously be aware uh, to lead the way, set the example. So I really appreciate the work that he's doing with the children and I really appreciate the parents and the people in these children's lives who are open and willing um, to share that side of living with their child. And that duality is fading. It's fading through the ability for all of us to look at each other um, and know that we are all here. Um, we're not just in what's going on in the last year. We've been in everything, every era, every civilization. We have been in this together since humans were placed upon this planet. Isn't it time to really come together and really not worry that you don't have enough mascara or wear the right clothes or have as many gifts or don't understand spirit or may not be very good with money? Isn't it time to put all the worries of what we're not and shine more in all the things that we are and can be? I'm Patricia McNair. I'm a woman on a mountain and I'm here and I'm here and I invite and open my being to learn to be as whole as possible. Am I perfect? Heck no. Anybody who knows me knows I stumble, I fall and I jump up and down and sometimes I get what they call angel mad and uh, but I get through it. 